0: Welcome back to DCOM Cool and Collected. I'm Kelly. And I'm Elizabeth. And this week we watched Motocrossed from 2001. Yep, this is from February. We still have a good amount in 2001 because in the early 2000s they were doing one like almost every month. So yeah. we'll have a good amount this year too, but. um, I don't have anyone from anything. I did not recognize anyone, but I did notice that a lot of them were in 7th Heaven, so. Oh yeah. let you take over. Uh- <laughs> I have a lot to say. <laughs> So, Elena Austin is the main character, Andy, and she was in 7th Heaven. She played a girl named Maria Davis, who went on a date with Simon, but she was, like, a senior. It was a big thing, and um, she brings her kid's brother over to date Ruthie because she thinks it's embarrassing that Ruthie doesn't have a date on Valentine's Day. Ugh, bitch! (laughs) Yeah, so, (laughs) also, I feel kind of bad for her because she got, like, pigeonholed into, like, motocross movies. She did two other motocross movies besides (laughs) this one. One of them was called Motocross Kids. I don't know anything about it, but the cover of the movie was a picture of a kid, her, and a monkey. (laughs) The other motocross movie she was in was Supercross, um, but this time she was just playing the girlfriend of someone who was doing motocross. And the other one, she's wearing, like, an outfit that makes you think that she's also doing it, so... I don't know. That's all I have for her. Um, I will say this is um, a niche sports movie. Yeah. And so that adds to my list of niche sports Disney Channel movies, mm-hmm. uh, which brings us up to 14. I don't believe there's another motocross movie. <laughs> no, there's not. Um, but yeah, brings us up to. F- we haven't had one in a while. Yeah. We're back into the sports. We'll see some I more love this year. Disney, so. <laughs> Uh, We also have Riley Smith. He played uh, Dean, I think. I I wouldn't swear on that. But he was in a bunch of stuff that I don't really care about. But he was in Freaks and Geeks as Todd Schellinger. I don't know. I didn't watch it. I'm just saying some people might have. And he was in 7th Heaven as Tyler. He... Uh, oh, so he asked Lucy out on a date. Lucy's working in the, um, like, the office for school. Lucy is Beverly Mitchell? Yes. Okay. (laughs) He asked Lucy on a date only to get her to give him, like, the password to the school computer system or something, so he's a dick, and that's all I have about that. I don't really remember the episode, but, like, sounds like something that would happen, especially to Lucy. Uh, next we have Scott Tara. He was the little brother... Um, and Jason in this movie, he was in 7th Heaven too. He played Burt Miller. He got to have three episodes. All of them were Valentine's Day episodes because every season of 7th Heaven had Valentine's Day episodes. One of them was like a two-parter, but he like went on dates with Ruthie. I don't really remember this at all, but I think that Ruthie was only dating him because he was bringing her gifts. And so then after like (laughs) Valentine's Day, she would like break up with him. And then she had to, like, apologize for it or something like that. I could look it up further, but I can't be bothered to do that. Lastly, we have Mitchell. Not Mitchell. Michael Cunio. He played Rene, and he, he played a French exchange student in 7th Heaven. He, his, the character's name was Guy uh, basically, he was just, like, a big dick, and he was, like, flirting with Lucy and Mary, and they both liked him. He was, like, living with them, and Matt was, like... Wait, he was living with them? Yeah, because he was uh, yeah, a foreign exchange they, everyone student. everyone lived with them. And he was a foreign exchange student. <laughs> and, um, Matt was, like, oh, I don't like that he's flirting with my sisters. I'm gonna, like, take him on a double date. And he was, like, a jerk on the double date. Not within either of his sisters. And then, um, he also had cigarettes in his bag, and Simon and Ruthie <laughs> found them. And so, like, Ruthie found them and was in the bathroom, and then they decided to smoke them all because because they're like all that, of them? Yes. They sat in the <laughs> How bathroom. Old were they? they were kids. They oh were children. God. Well, because How did they not die. They said they said, "Well, like what do you think mom and dad would do if they found us with cigarettes? They'd probably make us smoke them all." Which I don't <laughs> I don't understand the logic. I don't know if that's true, but they smoked an entire pack of cigarettes. Oh, my God. As children. Who wrote Seventh Heaven? I don't know. I, if anyone can explain that to me better, I'd like to know. But that's what I remember. Also, Simon takes the blame for that. But it kind of was Simon's fault. He's older. He should have been like, hey. So, don't that's all I got. Kids. Basically, everyone in this movie was in Seventh Heaven, and I love it. Great. Yeah, I noticed a lot of Seventh Heavens but I did not notice them from anything else. Yeah, I didn't write um, down anything oh. about anyone else because I figured Elizabeth would do that. was, like, a main character in Dawson's Creek. Oh, yeah, she know. was somebody's mom. I don't remember. I've I seen didn't watch some of Dawson's, Dawson's Creek, Creek, but I know of it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so let's get started, shall we? Yes. So, we open on rock music, and we cut back and forth between shots of motocrossing and shots of a cheerleading competition. Now, before watching this, I didn't really know what motocrossing was. Mm -hmm. So, it's basically, like, a little bit bigger than a bike, but not yet a motorcycle, but it's still, it's like a motorized scooter, but like a bike. It's a dirt bike. (laughs) But, like, you, it's got, like, an engine and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So... We kept yeah, back and forth. Um, the music that's playing is like guitar hero expert level music. Like, it's really rocking. It's going yeah, hard. Yeah, there's uh, moms watching cheerleading from side stage because they're on stage. It's there's a competition. A, yeah, there's mats there, but they're on stage. Um, dad is timing the racer, and uh, he tells the racer, in three weeks you'll be racing with the pros from all across the Southwest. Uh, pretty fast isn't going to do it, Andrew, because Dad said that he wasn't going fast enough, and Angie's like, I was going pretty fast, but Dad's like, pretty fast isn't good enough. Yeah, so he gives them some tips of what to do to make him faster and tells him to go again. Um, at the same time, mom and the mom and sister drive home, and the sister has this big trophy – so Andrea goes over excitedly to show her dad the trophy, and as she does this, like Andrew is like biking in between them, and it's so dangerous. Yeah. Well, they okay. So they have this like big track for motocross around their house. To, yeah. Like, okay. Practice. I didn't even read. I don't even know where I wrote it, but I was like, this track is at their house. Yeah. It, and like the track goes right in front of their porch, which yeah. is like where the dad was. So Andrea goes to like show him, and as that happens, like Andrew like slides off his bike because he almost hit her. I don't understand really what happened but they all run over to like help andrew and they're all like worried andrew is like oh i'm fine and he's like oh my god i'm so excited like good job at the yeah, she's like, guys, like, I won. Like, look at this trophy. And everyone's like, oh, that's great. But then Dad's like, um, Andrew needs to focus. Yeah, and so she... we'll celebrate after dinner. Oh my god. And he says it, I, I put a star by this, he says it in such a demeaning way. Dad is the and fucking worst. Okay, so it makes Andrea feel guilty for being proud of herself because right. he's like, well, we don't have time for this right now. Andrew needs to focus. Yeah, he says we can't risk, like, losing practice time because winning means, winning, like, this, like, next, like, motocross, series coming up means winning a sponsorship and a chance at the national title. Yeah, and so mom sees this, like, she recognizes how Andrea, like, kind of falls back from what dad said, but she lets it happen, and then... She just um, kind of says, everything's fine as long as Andrew tries his best, but dad's like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, and then at this point, too, Andrea's just like, okay, well, I guess I'll stop talking about me, and she gives Andrew some more advice about how to, like, get some more speed. Yeah, so we know that, like, Andrea also has, like, motocross experience, and we also see their younger brother, Jason, in the garage working on an engine. We ever see... Jason ride anything? I guess he's like only the mechanic- the family mechanic. He does at the end, at some point. Yeah. But he doesn't ride as much as, yeah. Yeah, so then we cut to family dinner. Dad is talking about Andrew practicing every day. And Andrew's like, every day, Dad, like calm your tits. And Dad is literally like, I walked to school uphill in the snow both ways yeah. so I could motocross. I have so many quotes from Dad because he is the <laughs> fucking worst. So he said, when I was racing, I got up at dawn and I rode until I, it was dark. I couldn't see. My father had to drag me inside. Like, I said, good for you. Yeah, like, don't force that on your son. And then Dad says that he's trying not to force Andrew to do anything, but if he doesn't practice, everyone's going to beat him, so he's just, like, (laughs) forcing him to do it. Yeah. And then Dad, okay, so they're at the dinner table, right? So Dad yells at Jason for having his elbows on the table, so Jason takes them off, but then they grab hands to pray, and they all put their elbows on the table (laughs) while they're praying. I thought that was, um, I don't know, something... That the, that the whole family, like, I guess they prayed in, um, in 17 again, but that was more for Grandpa to, like, intentionally dig at Grandma, but this is just, like, a random, like, family prayer that they included in the and movie. And some of the other ones, I think in passing they've, like, mentioned, like, well, like uh, the the or... yeah going to church or something like that, but yeah, Dad yells at him for put, having his elbows on the table, and then they all put their elbows on the table, doesn't make any sense, Um, so, after dinner, Andrew is telling Andrea about how he wishes he hadn't missed the cheer competition. Yeah, they're in, uh, Andrea's room. Yeah. And I just want to say, uh, yeah, as he's telling her this, we see Andrea's, like, shelf full of ribbons and trophies that are, like, probably from cheerleading. Mm -hmm. And I was always so jealous of kids who had, like, multiple, like, trophies and stuff like that, even if it was for, like, like, a sport like soccer or, like, dance or something like that. I'm like how do they get all these trophies? It must be so good. But then Mm -hmm. it wasn't until that I realized that they were just, like, in, like, situations where they were in, like, more competition-based sporting events, whereas I just played, like, sports for my school where we were in, like, one tournament a year. Yeah. Well, (laughs) yeah, I didn't get that. Like, you had to be very, very good to get, like, at least one trophy a year where I played sports because I played all the sports that we could. So I played softball, basketball, volleyball, and soccer like, all at different times. But the amount of trophies I had total was probably, like, maybe five or six. I I think they were, they were sitting on my shelf. I think I have, like, four and then, like, two plaques. Yeah, I have, like, little medals. Yeah, and then I have, I have a few medals, but most of them were, like, participation. Yeah. Yeah, but then I, like, go to, like, I know if someone was, like, a dancer, they get stuff, like, all the time for, like, individual. It's not, like, a team thing. So, they have, like, like, shelves and shelves of, like, trophies and ribbons and stuff. And I'm, like, how do you do that I want all that well it's because of competitions they go to multiple right. ones a year right I didn't yeah I, I didn't even get that I was thinking about that a few years ago and I was like oh that's why they had all this <laughs> yeah at the or recital like, they just give them a bunch of trophies yeah or like my cousin um played select sports I remember like she had like yeah. all these like trophies but it's because like they were in like tournaments and stuff every weekend yeah yeah Yeah, so Andrew, like I said, is telling Andrea he wishes he hadn't missed the cheer competition. Andrea hands him a magazine about motocross, and she's like, oh, there's this great article in here. Like, you should read it. So we, again, can tell Andrea's interested in motocross. Like, she's not just some vain girl who does cheerleading, but she does like cheerleading, too. So mom comes in to say that her and dad are going to the city tomorrow and that they're on their own tomorrow. Andrea and Andrew are both very excited about this, and they're like, ooh, we're scheming, because the next day... They're outside, and they're suiting up to go race each other. The loser has to do the winner's chores for a week. Uh, Jason comes over, and he's like, Dad would flip out if he knew you guys were doing this. And they're like, yeah, that's why you shouldn't tell him. And as the youngest, the amount of times I heard that from my <laughs> brothers. my The saying when I was a kid was, Hey, Kelly, what'd we do today? Nothing. <laughs> what would they do? Light fireworks in the basement, beat each other up. <laughs> so much. I have so many stories from being a child with my older brothers. Oh my god, that's, oh my god, my dad lit a firework in the house. <laughs> oh no, it wasn't just like a one-time thing, this was something they would do. <laughs> oh my god, I only had an older sister who was two years older than me, we didn't do that shit. Yeah, but and then my brother who was literally like a literal perfect child and put himself in timeout. Well, I was a good little sister, and I didn't snitch, that's so. so funny. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, whenever I saw that scene, I was like, that feels familiar. I do recall. Yes, let me go to this sick montage of motocross racing. Apparently they're doing, like, multiple laps. I guess that's, like, a thing of motocross. We know nothing about the sport. Yeah. Just to be clear. <laughs> I case, didn't look up anything about in, it. In case any of you guys are big motocross fans, sorry, we'll probably get a lot wrong. But Yeah, so they end up, like, stopping for a second because Andrea is wearing Andrew's boots, and she can't, like shift right or something like that. But mm-hmm. they take off again, and Andrew ends up falling off his bike and crashing into the fence. Yeah. Uh, so then we cut to the ER. Um, Jason and Andrea are waiting in the lobby, and mom and dad walk out with Andrew on crutches. And dad fucking blames Andrea. Well, okay, he comes out, before he even says a word, he's glaring at his daughter. Okay, and okay, I'm gonna keep referring to her as Andy, because it's a lot easier than calling her Andrea. Andrew. Andrew. Yeah, so, uh, but dad refuses to call her Andy. Dad only refers to her as Andrea. Mom says Andrea Rose a lot. Yeah, so, yeah, they go out, and they're basically like, oh, he's hurt, like, he's gonna be on crushes, he's out for the next three weeks, we don't know what we're gonna do, because the one competition is, like, coming up, and this is a big Yes, in like a few weeks. Yeah, and so dad's like, you know, this never would have happened if you guys hadn't been writing. Yeah, and this is the first time we see Andrew try to defend Andrew Andy, which comes up a lot in the movie. Yeah. Andrew was like a really good brother. Yeah, and he's like, hey, like, both of us were doing like, this. Yeah, like, it this was something. It was like just as much my fault. Yeah. Like, in fact. And he's like, it's an accident, too. Like, right. this could have happened at any time, like, even during practice or whatever. Like, mm, but not under my supervision. Yeah, and oh my god, <laughs> this fucking dick. Just say you hate women is what I wrote. Yeah, and this is where dad says it's too dangerous for Andrea to race. And this is where I'm like, but her like nine-year-old brother can do it? Yeah, I I wrote vom. That doesn't make any sense. This also reminded me of <laughs> when I was like, I don't know, maybe like nine or ten or whatever, Um, me and like my whole family, like all my aunts and uncles and my cousins, we went down to Arkansas to visit my aunt and my uncle. My uncle had this paintball gun and like they lived in like the middle of fucking nowhere. And there is this shed like I don't know a, a few yards away. And so I was like the middle cuz we have I have I don't know 8 or 9 cousins and I was like kind of like in the middle like age-wise. And so all of my older cousins got to like hold the paintball gun and like shoot as many times shoot at the shack as many times as they want. But when it came to me, who was like 9 or 10 years old, I had I could only hold it with my uncle holding it over me, and I only got to shoot it once. I didn't even get to pull the trigger. He pulled the trigger for me, and it was the same with my younger cousin, who's also a girl, and my younger brother, who's four years younger than me. But then my other cousin, who's a boy and, like, three times bigger than me, uh, and younger than me, got to hold the paintball gun and shoot it multiple times. And I remember telling my mom, I was like, Mom, why did he get to hold the paintball gun and, like, shoot more than I did? And my, my mom just, like, didn't do anything about it. But obviously, I remember that, and it scarred me, and I'm fucking pissed about it. And it's only because I was a girl. <laughs> and just, I was, like, I was only two years younger than my sister who got to hold the gun and shit. Yeah, there's a lot of times that I got really heated during this movie. We're not even ten minutes into the yeah. movie yet, at this point, <laughs> let me tell you. So, yeah, the siblings are still... Yeah, and again, apparently her little brother, who's fucking nine years old, and, like, a tiny body, can race, but Andrea cannot. Yeah, and so the siblings are still, like, upset about the competition. They're like, what are we going to do? Um, and then we go, like, back home. At home, Andrea's painting her nails, Andy, and Dad... We find out that Dad's flying to Europe to try and meet with riders there who can, like, take over for Andrew because he can't ride right now because he's injured. Um, so... Andy's like, Dad, like you're going to Europe. Why can't I just race? And like, Dad literally says, this isn't a joke, Andrea. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Really? She says, I, Andrea, I appreciate the fact that you want to help, but this isn't a joke. And then I said, the rage that I feel. <laughs> and then, and then, then Andrew th- comes up and defends her again. We love Andrew. Yeah. And and. Like, Andrew and Andrea are both like, hey, like, I'm good. Why can I not ride? Like, this is Carson racing. There should be a Carson riding. Yeah, and then Dad says it's his fault for, for letting her ride as long as he did, which doesn't make any sense to me. Like, you let her ride as a child, but now that she's a grown adult who can sustain injuries, she can't ride? He's just, I don't understand that. I think he's just saying, like, oh, I shouldn't have encouraged a woman to do this dangerous sport. Yeah, and it's like, I don't understand. And then, and then he says, I want you to start concentrating on things that a 15-year-old girl should be concentrating on. But he doesn't elaborate. Oh, I don't know what the uh, f- Also, does he know what 15-year-old girls are? Could like be concentrating no, on that's what on I the asked. side? I said sex, boys, parties. What do you want her to be I focusing know, I said, on? Like what? Question mark. Like what? What is that? What was I concentrating on when I was fifteen? I was putting too much pressure on myself academically. I had raging anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was thinking about when I was fifteen. And besides the fact, like so earlier, they do this a lot. She was painting her nails upstairs. Like she likes to be a girly girl, and she's fine with that. But she also likes to play sports. She just wants to motocross. She wants to do it all, you know. And she can. And the other like we'll. Get Get to this later, but she loves NSYNC and she is, like, so excited. She's such girl, a fangirl. Girl, we'll get to it. Yeah, and so like, Dad is like, oh, I don't want you to just be a regular 15-year-old girl, but she is. Right. And, like, doing motocross wouldn't make her not a regular 15-year-old girl. Right. So. Dad says he needs a real professional rider and that, like, all the ones in his area are, like, snatched up by other teams. And he says, Andrea, do me a favor and stay away from anything that has two wheels and a motor. <laughs> <laughs> Dad... Ooh. <laughs> so Andrea's obviously upset But then we cut to the next day And she runs into the house squealing with the mail And everyone in the house runs into the kitchen they're like what's going on And she's like oh my god my NSYNC, adi- NSYNC tickets okay, it's arrived It's sync fifth row. I don't fucking blame her, okay? Do you know what I would do for In Sync fifth row tickets? In the year 2001. In the, in 2001 I was five. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know what I would, I would have been very excited. I did love Sync when I was five, but like now? Well, I'm just saying like that was their prime. Like obviously right. it'd still be fun to see them now, but like 2001, fifth row. I, yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Justin and Brittany were dating. Oh my God. it's amazing I don't blame her I'm just as excited as she she is is so excited she calls her friends on the her friend on the phone she's like hey like are you gonna go with me all this stuff And so um, as this happens, Mom opens something in the mail. She hands it to the brother, and then she tells Andy that she needs the phone. So Andy gets off the phone, and Mom calls someone. She's trying to call Dad, but Andrew comes over and shows Andy the letter, and it says that the competition has been moved up two weeks, meaning that it's this weekend. And Andrew will obviously not have enough time to heal. Mm Mm-hmm. Um so dad either has to get back with a racer or they're not like gonna today. be able to. But yeah. like dad probably wouldn't even make it back in time. Well yeah, and I was thinking about this too, because it's the year two thousand one and he's in Europe, right? And like cell phones you like internet was not a thing on cell phones, yeah, so like getting a hold of him would have been like a very big deal. Because yeah, after she tried to get off the phone, mom said that he already left the hotel that he was the first hotel that he was staying in mm-hmm. and she just can't get a hold of him. So, like, I don't know how he would communicate what other hotels he might be staying. Like, they would obviously... know, But, like, if he has to travel around all the time, yeah. there's no way to get a hold of well, him. Well, and that's just something that's so weird. Because now, like, you could, like, send an email or, like, WhatsApp or whatever. But, like, back then, you obviously couldn't. So, Mom doesn't know what they're going to do either. And Andrea blames herself. Yeah, this is... Mm. She blames herself that, like, Andrew was injured and he won't be able to race this weekend. Yeah. And she's and like, t- Dad quit his job to dedicate time to racing. And I just want to say, what the fuck, Dad? (laughs) What? Why? (laughs) He doesn't, he's so, like, not condescending. He's so contradictory in everything he does because he's like, Oh, like this is so important. I'm going to quit my job and rely on my children to like make this happen for us. Yeah, because like they don't have any other racers. It's just them. Well, yeah. And like they run their whole like organization by themselves, which is why the sponsorship is so important. They like um, hint at it earlier, but they're kind of having like financial issues. So, like, if they don't get the sponsorship, yeah, they can't like, like get like certain parts and stuff. Yeah, like they're going to be in trouble if they can't get this. So yeah. And Andy so. Again, also feels like she has to fix everything because again, yeah. she like blames herself. And Andrew comes and defends her again. He's yes. like, it's not your fault. Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but he does seem, like, a little, like, bummed that he can't race, but he doesn't ever, like, try and blame it on her, because it's not her fault. So, Andy thinks that she could win, and... And, Yeah, she's like, hey, like, what if I just take your place? Yeah, and the brother's like, I don't know, like, they would know we aren't the same. Yeah, well, he... He says, (laughs) well, we'll never know, because you're a chick. And then she said, you did not just call me a chick. (laughs) Same girl. Yeah, he gets, like, a little bit defensive, because it is, like, against other guys, and... (laughs) <laughs> thanks bud and like other like I can I can like see where he's coming from like where they could get like rough and like loud mouth and she might not be able to like I don't know, defend herself like out in the like not saying that she can't mm-hmm. but I do like understand like the worry a little bit well more. and that's the other thing that he like, says like if I was like... like like if I like I played soccer for most of my life and if I had to go like I'm not that good and if I had to go play like against boys only, I'd be so scared. Well, and that's the other thing that he says. He's like, if they know that you're a girl, they're gonna target you even more because they're gonna think you're like yeah. a weakling get, and like, stuff like that. Beat up, probably. Well, yeah, and like, yeah. Andy says that the guys would have to keep up with her in order to beat her, and so she doesn't really care. We cut to punk music is playing, and Andy shows up at this like, um, I guess it's, like it's kind motocross, like a run. yeah. It's it's like a skate park, but it's a motocross park, and so there's like a bunch of dudes there, and her she long like hair is yeah, she like takes off her helmet, and there's her hair, and all the guys are like, "What's this girl doing here? Is she gonna ride? What's going on?" And so Andy rides past them, and they're all just like staring at her, and they're like, "Oh, like we're gonna go catch her." Yeah, on the track they like deliberately target her. And knock her off her bike, which is, like, what the brother was trying to say. Yeah, and so, the like, what, this one guy br- rides over after they've already done this, and he's, like, chicks, and then rides away. But, like, obviously, if they did that to another guy, he'd probably also fall off his bike. <laughs> well, yeah, but they were – it was, like, what yeah, Andrew was saying. Yeah. They were targeting her because she's a girl. So, at home, Jason says that the handlebars on her bike are bent and that – he wants to help, but Andy and, just says, like, don't tell Mom. Like, don't yeah. tell Mom what's going on. Yeah, he knows that she was racing. So, Andy tries to, like, sneak inside holding her motocross suit, but Mom spots her, and Mom's like, what What are you doing with those clothes? And she's like, oh, they're donations. I'm going to donate them. They're just some old clothes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so at dinner, they still haven't heard from Dad, and Mom spots Andy's arm, which is, like, all scraped up, and she... And she's basically like, oh, was this, like, when you were trying to donate to poor motocross kids? Yeah, so like, mom calls mom, her out. mom is known from, from the beginning. Yeah, and so then we go upstairs, Andy's, like, looking in the mirror, and we don't see it happen, but she's basically like, let's on, this bitch. Yeah, Andy was, like, <laughs> helping her clean up her arm, and Andy says that her boots keep messing her up, mm-hmm. the the ones that are too big that she mentioned earlier. And Andrew, yeah, and Andrew again says that they threw her off deliberately because she's a girl. Yeah. So, Andrew, uh, the next day tells Mom that these, like, certain parts that they ordered are in at, like, the auto body shop in the- in downtown or whatever. So, Mom calls for Andrea, but Andrew's, like, oh, she's at the mall, she's not here. Mm-hmm. Um, Andy, we see Andy, she's actually at the auto parts shop dressed like Andrew she's uh got like sunglasses on and her hair looks short she has the same exact okay yeah brother did he have two of the same yeah i noticed this too because well yeah she's dressed like andrew and the cashier is like oh like we were just on the phone you got here so quick and she's like oh i'm looking for boots and this is where we see andrew show up in the exact the exact same sweatshirt yeah two of the same (laughs) why does he have two of them i don't know So, Andrew, so, Andy, like, walks away to go find boots. Andrew talks to the manager, and they clearly sound different. Well, yeah, and the the manager's also like, oh, like, where'd those crutches come from? Like, didn't I just see you? Like, what's going on? So, Andrew goes to the bathroom as Andy comes up with boots, and she obviously doesn't have crutches, uh, Mom and Jason walk in, and then Andy goes to hide. Mm-hmm. Uh, up at the cash register, Mom walks up with Andrew, and the manager's like, the total is 550 they're like, what? That That's not right? And he goes, oh, well, the parts are 250 but these boots are 300 And Andrew's like, I already told you, like, I don't want these boots, mm-hmm. which are the ones that Andy wanted. Yeah, and so the, obviously the cashier is like, what the fuck is going on? But also, it's obviously, the little- cashier would have been... Yeah, That's I said true. a classic decom movie. Yeah, so Andrew goes to put the boots back, and he finds Andy in the dressing room, and it's revealed that she cut all of her hair off, mm-hmm. which was definitely done at a salon, because it's done very nicely. <laughs> um, so Jason walks over, and he knows, um, and they're like, oh, like, we'll switch Saturday, um, and then, so that Andy can go ride, and then we'll switch once Dad comes back, and no one will know, It'll just be for this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, so, back at home, Jason and Andrew watch motocross on TV, dad still hasn't called, they still haven't gotten in touch with him, mm-hmm. and Andy tells mom that she's gonna go into town tomorrow, she looks like she just, uh, had taken a shower, she's in a towel, and she's got her head wrapped in a towel so you can't see her short hair. Uh, mom like knows something's up, but yeah. she doesn't know what. Mm-hmm. Uh, which leads and then us- the brothers are like hinting. They're like, "Oh, yeah, maybe she's gonna try a new look or something." And so mom is also like, "Okay, what are they talking about?" But yeah, she's like, "Oh, Andy, short end of the stick." I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And so yeah, they mom is like, "Whatever, I'll figure it out eventually." Yeah. So then we see Jason working in the garage because he's a nine year old mechanic. Mom <laughs> walks in and immediately Jason starts talking. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it, let's see. The next morning, Jimmy, who is the cashier from the auto body shop, brings Andy the boots that she was trying to buy, and he's still confused about, like, what's going, the crutches thing, but she's like, oh, it's fine, yeah, like, it's let's like just early. go to the competition. Yeah, it's, still dark out this morning. Yeah. Um, she also got him to drive her to, um, the competition without mom knowing. Yeah, but at this point, mom comes out and she's like, hey, Andy, what are you doing? Like, Andy will not be riding today or whatever. And so, Jimmy is still very confused, but that's besides the point. Um, Andy's like, oh, back inside, Mom starts yelling at Andrea. She says, oh, and your beautiful hair, we're going to the salon. Which I will say happened in little fires everywhere, and if you watch that, you know how that turned out. Yeah, the first (laughs) thing that Mom thinks about is fixing her hair. (laughs) Yeah, fuck that. And she's like, go put the motorcycle back inside. So, Andy... Goes outside and Jason asks mom. He's like, "Why can't Andy race?" And he said, "Mom says because girls don't race motorcycles. Well, they do, but not with boys." And then Jason, a feminist icon, a feminist icon, Jason. He says, "Well, we're learning about women's rights in school." And my teacher said that women can do all jobs that men that men can do, and I just don't understand why Andy can't race. Like, yeah, he is making some great points, and Mom just, like, dismisses everything that he says. Yeah, and he also says, like, she is, like, as good as any of the guys, and Mom just doesn't, she, she does that mom thing where, like, they don't have an answer to what you say, so they say, go to your room, I don't want to talk about this anymore. Yeah, she's like, clean your room, put your Ooh, laundry makes away. Oh, that so angry. Because, <laughs> yeah. like, you know you're right, but, like, you're... Like, they're a parent, and you can't just be like, no! Yeah, you can't Fight you, me! Them to listen. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Mom looks out the, the window and sees Andy putting the bike away. And at this moment, we can see Mom has a change of heart. She yes, says, Mom! She says, oh, Geneva, don't go there. Think about <laughs> something else. <laughs> but she can't! But so, so she walks out to the garage where Andy is, and she says, "Is this because you feel guilty about um, Andrew getting injured, or is this something you really want to do?" Mm-hmm. And she's like, "I want to ride, and I can win. Like I know I can." Right. And so, mom finally agrees to take her there. So they're in the car. They're they have like a giant semi because they have to like hold the motor the motorbike and all this stuff. And Andy's like, why did you, like, agree to help me? And mom's like, well, you can't be the only one to save the family and take all the credit. uh huh So they need fun. And- yeah. And so, as Andy gets out of the car, her mom is, like, helping her get stuff in place. And these random kids, like, make fun of Andy because her mom's there. Yeah, they're like, yeah, this dude brought is mom. Like, do you not have parents? Are like, they not going to watch? Love- do you not love your mother? Well, also, like, are your parents not there to watch <laughs> yeah. you race? What, do- what are you talking about? So, Andy has to go get registered, and as she's doing this, somebody, um, some interviewer guy comes and recognizes her, I put in quotes, he recognizes Andrew, and he's like, hey, like, I want to talk to you, the man behind the helmet, like, he's I like, thought you were injured. He, he's, like, sort of, he works, like, for the tournament, he's yeah. not working, like, for the, no, he, he works for the, the people who are gonna sponsor the winner. Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, I want to see the man behind the helmet. We, we got an interview. We'll talk later. Yeah. And then as Andy um goes up to register, uh, another racer notices her painted nails that we saw earlier. And they're mm-hmm. like, it painted nails, man? And she, like, makes up some excuse, like, oh, it helps keep me balanced on the throttle. And the vibration of the bike and stuff. I wish stuff. she just would have been like, fuck yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was 2001. Right. <laughs> Guys painting their nails was a lot more accepted than it was back then. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, oh, also, the interview guy was like, oh, like, I heard a rumor about a broken leg, and, um. Yeah. So, um, at this point, a girl comes over to Mom, and she starts, like, asking if she can paint her nails. Yeah, Mom, Mom is sitting, sitting there, there. Just, like, painting her nails, and this other girl comes over, and she's like, can you paint my nails? And she's like, oh, I messed them up, can you paint mine, or whatever? Um, okay. Yeah, so then Andy comes over and meets Is this, Angela. like, the only way that they could, like, have their um like home base surrounded by women they had to have mom paint all of their nails they couldn't like find any other way okay well I will say like if I was at if I was a sister and I had to go to my brother's motocross competition and I had to be there all day for like two races I would be bored out of my mind and if somebody (laughs) was willing to paint my nails I'd probably be there so I don't blame them but, yeah, Andy meets them, and she's, like, nice to them, obviously, because she knows how to be a nice person. Yeah, she calls Andrew for advice, and he says that uh, Andy still hasn't called. Mom, uh, Dad still dad hasn't still called. Dad still hasn't called. That's what I meant. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so... Yeah, so, um, mom, we learned that mom wants to accompany Andy to, Andy to the starting line, but Andy's like, mom, none of the other guys have their moms up at the start line. Ugh. Ugh, can't do that. So, Andy goes to the start line, um, but as the race starts, Andy gets duck in the gate which causes her to get so far behind that she gets outlapped and comes in last well but- and there while there's this is happening there's some rule in motocross where like if someone is trying to lap you you're supposed to let them because they're like oh like this rookie like he didn't let them lap her or something I don't know you're supposed to move to one side or something I don't know it doesn't really make sense because if, if you were like not wanting to get lapped then you wouldn't do that but yeah I don't know Yeah, Uh, But, and I kind of like this. I was thinking, because I had never seen this before, and I was thinking that, like, right off the bat, Andy would be like, oh, I'm so much better. But I kind of like that she had to work for it. Well, and the other thing is she's never competed before. Right. And so that's a whole other thing. Because, like, the start gate is, like, this gate that keeps them in. And you have to go, like, at just the right time. If you go too early, then you hit it. And then you have to wait for it to go back down, which is why it took her so long. Yeah. So, like, there's a whole element to that. And, like, the whole crowds and just everything that's going on. There's a lot of pressure. And so, obviously, she wouldn't be very good if she hasn't even been practicing. Yeah. So, then me cut back to where Mom is at, like, their home. Like, where, the, where their semi is. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's more women getting their nails done. And, well, at this point, Andy is super disappointed. And Mom's like, did you expect to win? And Andy's like, well, not really, but I didn't expect to come in last place. And so, yeah, at their tent, all the girls are over there getting their nails painted. And then these two other racers notice all these girls at this guy who just got outlapped set up. Mm -hmm. This is where we meet Dean, our bisexual king. (laughs) And so Dean has a huge crush crush on the race founder's daughter. The, like, like, race company that he works for. Yeah. Uh, His daughter, Farron. Basically his boss's daughter. Yeah. Yeah, and so the And so they're looking over at Andy and they're like, Oh like how does that guy get like so many girls? Like especially since he's so bad. Yeah. (laughs) Like, oh, like maybe we should like get like advice from him so that you can talk to Farron girl you have such a crush on. So then we go to the second heat and Andy does not get stuck in the gate this time, but this time she gets knocked off her bike. She was in first, yeah. but then someone knocked her off. And she is in last. Again, I don't know what the rules of motocross are, but you can just like knock people off their fucking bikes. Like, what's that yeah, about? Yeah, I don't know. Andy is yeah. angry, and we learned that like this second heat has resulted in a clean sweep for Dean. Mm -hmm. Um, so Dean gives an interview, um. Well, mom also says, like, you shouldn't be disappointed, you came here to do what you needed to do, like, we competed, which means that we can compete in the other stuff coming up. Yeah, he gives an interview, um, his boss, Art Henderson, is there, and so is Donnie Barrett, which is, like, his teammate. Um, Andy tries to push the bike onto the truck, but struggles a little bit, because she's not, like, exactly strong enough, and that's when Dean comes up and helps her and tries to cheer her up. Um, the nail polish girls, like, walk by and wave to Andy, they're like, hi, hey, Andy. Mm-hmm. Um, and Dean is like, listen, those are women in their 20s, how? <laughs> You're like 15. <15." laughs> um, and so, Andy, yeah. Andy says that she relates to girls, and so. She's like, oh, I just, I just always related to girls, well. Cause he is a girl. Oh my god. And Dean is like, listen. Um, I no, have a proposal. No, this doesn't happen, this is not oh. yet. <laughs> I was wrong. Um, oh, so, but he invites Andy to check out stuff in his, like, little trailer area. Yeah, and the, and Mom's like, oh, yeah, yeah, go ahead, go Mom ahead. Mom sees Dean, and she's like, go for it. <laughs> yeah, it was really <laughs> encouraging. And she's like, I'll just sit here and read my book. The book <laughs> is actually the Motocross yeah, rule book. Yeah, this important. Because Mom is on it. She's preparing. Mom's the best. <laughs> Yeah, so Dean is, like, showing her all of the their little, like, trailer area. This, and Andy's talking about, like, oh my god, you have, like, everything here. Like, why are you, why are you going for the sponsorship? You obviously don't need the money. Yeah. And so we find out that he is looking for the expertise that they offer, too. Like, yeah. the help with parts and all this stuff. Another racer comes up and salutes Andy's superior babe magnetism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, the, owner, the owner's daughter, Farron, walks in and Dean tries to, like... Introduce Andy, but he just like stammers and he can't really get a word out. He's very nervous. But yeah. then Andy's like, Oh, are you wearing starlight perfume or whatever it is? Yeah. <laughs> and Baron's like, Yeah, how did you know? And he's like, oh, My sister wears it. <laughs> yeah, which is not like cute. <laughs> no, but it's uh, fine. And then the owner walks in, Henderson, and yells at Dean for bringing competition into their semi truck. Mm-hmm. So um, Andy- and then Barrett. Johnny Barrett, the other teammate, makes fun of him. Mm -hmm. At this point, Andy heads out, but Dean follows her and asks for girl advice. And Andy's like, oh, for Farron? And he's like, is it that obvious? And she's like, yeah, you're dumb. Okay, this is where I started to make connections. I was (laughs) like, I did not know this, but this movie is Twelfth Night. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Which is what She's the Man is based on. Yeah, that makes sense. That's why I like a lot of these movies. Um, Yeah, so I just want to say that I, I'm gonna match these characters. So, obviously, instead of soccer, it's motocross. Andrea is Viola. Andrew is Sebastian. Dean is Duke. And Farron is Olivia. And I was like, how much of, well, I'm, I don't know anything about Twelfth Night, but I've seen She's the Man many, many times. We've seen part of it at our school. We had to go watch it one time, one of the acts. I vaguely remember that, but I don't know what happened. to Me either. <laughs> I was trying to relate it to She's the Man, but it didn't connect well I, enough. Yeah, I remember, like, Viola. I was like, Viola! (laughs) Amanda Bynes. Yeah, so when she's the man, Duke helps, uh, Amanda Bynes goes undercover as her twin, um, to his other boarding school because she wanted to join the boys' soccer team at her school, um, but they wouldn't let her, so she pretends to be her brother at this other school and joins the boys' soccer team, where she rooms with Duke, and Duke has a crush on Olivia, and Viola is Olivia's lab partner and, like, has, obviously has, like, a, An easy time talking to her because Viola's actually a girl. But Duke has a huge crush on Olivia, so he's like, Listen, I'll like help you with soccer. Like, there's some things you can work on if you'll talk to Olivia for me. But in the end, Olivia, well, halfway through the movie, Olivia ends up falling for Sebastian instead of Duke. So I was like, Is Disney gonna do that? (laughs) I was really (laughs) curious. So Dean does that. He proposes a deal. He said that he'll teach Andy like what he needs to know to win. If Andy will hype Dean up to Farron, he's just like, be my wingman basically. And so, Andy just says that she doesn't know if she'll even be back for the next races because she's, like, so disappointed about what happened today, and she doesn't know if, like, Dad will come back with a different racer or what's going to happen. Yeah, so Andy walks up to Mom, and Mom immediately is like, that guy's really cute. Yeah, she's like, <laughs> She's Dee? like, I know, <laughs> love him. Um, so Mom said she was talking, t- she finally got a hold of Dad, and he didn't find another writer. and we also learn that um, mom didn't tell him what they did. They didn't tell him that Andy went undercover and raced in this race or that the race was even moved up. Yeah, and so mom says that she can see how much Andy loves racing and she doesn't have to quit because, like, dad doesn't have anybody else and Andrew still can't race. So she's like, you can still race. So, at this point, uh, Andy decides to go tell Dean that she'll do it. Well, this is because Mom related this to a story from her past. Oh, yes. Where Mom sang in a band, but then Grandma found out, and Grandma said, You can either quit, if you quit, I will never tell Grandpa you did this, because singing in a band is scandalous. (laughs) And so that's what Mom did. She gave up on her dream, on her passion. But it was so sad, because she always thought, and she's like, I met your dad, and we had you guys, and it was great, but I always wondered, what if? And she's like, and I never wanted my kids to do that. Like, I want you guys to follow your dreams, so I'm gonna let you ride. Like you said, Andy goes over and tells Dean, and they agree to their deal. Um, so then we go to this Dean and Andy training montage, um, Dean takes her on these, like, rougher terrains to, like, help her, like, get better prepared, Mm -hmm. um, and Andy says to herself, oh, he's so cute. Yeah, but he's already, like, ridden away by this point. Okay, I want to talk about the scene. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so they go to a lake, and that's where they're just, like, stopping to, like, hang out for a little bit, so Andy takes off her helmet, and she's like, oh my god, it's so beautiful, and she's like, I mean, cool, Yeah, so Dean takes his shirt off, and he's like, oh, we're gonna go swimming, and he goes, take your shirt off, we're gonna go swimming. So obviously, Andy's like, I can't do it, like, I'm a girl, I can't Mm -hmm. do that, which is like, and she's the man, when they called Violette as Skins, and she says, I'm allergic to the sun, which is what Andy says. (laughs) She says, like, I don't know, something about the sun. She's like, I just, I'll get really sunburned, I can't do that, (laughs) so, but then... She tackles him into the lake, water, and then they like wrestle in the water. Dean like dumps him. It's it's really gay. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I just I support our bisexual king, Dean. Listen, (laughs) two guys chilling in the lake, right next to each other. They're still not gay. Um, yeah, so they're, like, doing that in the water, whatever, it's fine, and then there's- I said, there's obvious chemistry. I said, boy or not, but then Dean brings up the Dean is definitely, like, gonna think about this, like, 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 in a couple years, (laughs) and be like- Oh, remember when I thought my girlfriend was, Oh, it spoiler. When I thought my girlfriend was a guy, but, like, I was attracted to him, too. Maybe pansexual king, you know? It, he doesn't t- care. Yeah, no labels. <laughs> the point is, he's not straight. <laughs> Nobody is straight. Everybody's a little bit gay. Dean is a lot more than us. <laughs> so, while they're in the water, um, Andy is like, oh, I'll talk to Farron later, by the way. Oh, but also, I'd like to say that Andy does not make a very convincing boy. Like, she has very feminine features. Yeah. So... There is also that. And she doesn't lower her voice. Like, she has a very feminine voice. Yeah. So... um, I mean, like, many men do. Yeah. At um, home, Jason is talking about how Andrew sucks at cooking. He's on the phone with Mom and taking care of him. And then we see uh, Andy approach Farron, and she, like, fakes bumps into her. And so Andy's trying to, like, play it cool. In the hotel lobby. Yeah. She's trying to play it cool, and she brings up Dean. And Farron's like... I just want to say... Farron just got back from shopping or whatever, and whenever Andy bumped into Farron, she's like, oh, I just got back from shopping. It's like, I'm on, like, a shopping high, you know? (laughs) And Andy's like, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. (laughs) Yeah, and so she brings up Dean, and Farron says that Dean isn't really her type because he's too motocross-obsessed. But Andy is trying to, like, talk him up, and Farron says that... Uh, she wants more out of- yeah, she wants more out of a relationship than motocross. Andy defends Dean, and she's like, well, at least he's dedicated to something. And she says- well I want my guy dedicated to me yeah and she walks away you're 15 bitch What are you? <laughs> fucking... she walks away so uh Andy is hiding in the trailer because she's afraid that she like she doesn't want to tell Dean that Farron was basically like nah. this is like the next day at the race yeah and so Dean ends up approaching and mom decides to leave cause she's like I'll let you guys have some alone time <laughs> mom's a cool mom yeah, um, so Andy tries to let him down easy, and she's basically like, listen, he, she's looking for a fucking douchebag. Well, yeah, <laughs> she's like, he, she wants someone who's not into motocross, which is obviously not you. Like, she wants someone who's not you, and she's like, you don't need to try a nice and- car and lives five feet away from the mall. <laughs> yeah, and so she's like, you don't need to, like, try and go after her if she's not interested in you. But Dean's like, no, I'll be that guy. Yeah, and Dean's like, I love her so much. Yeah, um, um. and yeah, and then Andy's like, you shouldn't be that guy, and you should forget about her. And Dean's kind of like, yeah, okay. But then he goes, okay, but we're still going to train. And then he says, tomorrow, I'm going to work you until you can't get out of bed. (laughs) Dean! (laughs) It's a Disney Channel movie. How did no one, like, see this innuendo? They probably did. And they're like, kids won't understand. I didn't understand (laughs) as a kid. Um, At this point, Andy gives him a hug, and Dean is kind of like, But Dean said no homo. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Dean was like, hey, hey. And Andy's like, oh, sorry, I'm a big hugger. And as that happens, Henderson is watching from the side. That's, like, uh, Dean's boss. And he's like, hmm, that guy's kind of off. But Farron's like, at least he's different. Mm Oh. Yeah, so Uh, so the race owner interview guy walks up to Andy again. He wants an interview. Um, But then he gets another call. Yeah, so the next series is in three days. Oh, and then um, the next race starts. Mm -hmm. Um, Andy avoids a crash on the track, and we see Dean cheer her on, and she finished in seventh. Yeah, I said one training session with Dean helped her finish in seventh, which is good, question mark. (laughs) I was confused. Um. So and, I mean, it's better than last, which is what she's been in. Yeah. So then we cut to Andy seeing Dean eating in and, the hotel by himself. Yeah. And so Andy goes over, and Dean congratulates her on winning. And then Dean is talking about how he can't stop thinking of Farron. He's still upset about her. Yeah. So back in Andy Andy's hotel room with mom. Um, she's basically like, I, well, cause mom's like, you really want, like, him and that awful girl together? And Andy's like, I mean, I just want him to be happy, I guess, and we that's love what love that for her! Yeah, she's not like a fucking bitch. Yeah. She's like, if that's what it's gonna take, then okay. Yeah. Um, so, Andrew calls the hotel room, uh, she, he says that dad still hasn't found anyone, and, but, like, you never know, like, he might just show up with someone out of the blue, like, it sounds like something that he might do, and then Andy's like, ugh. Oh, do you want, like, my in sync tickets? Like, it looks like I'm going to have to miss them, like, because of the next series or whatever. And Andrew's mm-hmm. like, no. <laughs> um, at this point, you see a package showing up at the hotel room door. Mm-hmm. Um, And then Andy's like, wait, I have an idea. And she's like, can you, like, overnight the tickets to me to this hotel? And Andrew's like, yeah, okay. So they hang up, and it looks like Mom ordered herself a Carson racing jacket. because She's like, I'm going to be part of this team. Like, I've been your coach throughout this. I'm going to get what I want. Yeah. I um, love that for them. Yeah, so we cut to more races, um, Andy continues to move up in place, mom, like, basically becomes her coach, she's got, like, a little sign, like, on the track, like, race car drivers, too, and they say, you go, girl. Yeah, and Which, then like, she erases the girl. Mom, <laughs> come work with us here. But also, I would just like to say, in my personal opinion, girl is a gender term. It is a gender term. term, but... They're trying to hide the fact. And you, it's in the 2001, year 2001, it was not. But like I say, yeah, I say girl gender neutrally all the time. Yeah. Um, so Dean walks up, and he's like, oh, like, congratulations. And Andy's like, I got a plan for you and Farron. Mm -hmm. So, back at the hotel, uh, Farron is, like, waiting in the lobby. She looks like she's waiting for someone. And Andy and Dean walk out of the elevator, and Andy starts talking really loud, and she's like, listen, you want me to go to NSYNC, fifth row? I'm not going to that stupid boy band! Oh, yes! (laughs) And then Farron overhears, and she's like, um, you, you have an extra NSYNC ticket <laughs> yeah she literally invites herself but Dean's like I mean yeah like if you want to go and Andy like is still hyping Dean up because he's very nervous and he's, he's like, like I don't want to go to NSYNC which well, like I can only imagine how much she's breaking <laughs> Andy's heart well yeah she's giving up her ticket uh Andy is in the best sync. Justin Timberlake could have spotted her in the crowd <laughs> made eye contact <laughs> yeah and so yeah Farron is all excited and she's like oh well I was supposed to be my dad here but Andy's like it's okay like I'll tell him what you had to do and she's like Okay okay, I'm going to go get ready for the concert. She's like, I have to, no, she says, I have to go put on my concert clothes. Yeah, which apparently she just has with her. They're living in a hotel <laughs> yeah, right now. Yeah, they're in a hotel. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Anyway, um, Andy's like, oh, Andy longingly, like, looks, and she's like, I wish that was me. She doesn't say it out loud, but yeah. she, you can tell. That's the vibe she puts off. So then we go back to the race, and Andy has been head to head with this other dude, but he with Barrett from the Henderson yeah, team, yeah, yeah. He's, like kind of on like a bad seed. Ooh! But she beats him for third place. Yeah, she comes in third overall. Yeah, and so but, Andy is so excited. She's like, "Oh my god, I did it!" And then who shows up but Dad? Dad is sitting there waiting at their semi, and he just says, "We'll talk about this when we get pack up. We'll talk about this when we get home." And Mom starts to try to explain, mm-hmm. but Dad just flat out fucks. He ignores her and said we'll talk About this when we get home fuck him literally dad is the worst so andy is crying as she's like putting all the stuff away yeah, she's, like, and like holding her trophy yeah and like she's so excited and then of the course it's round. like ruined yeah and so she's crying and dean comes over to congratulate andy on like what she's done and he like thanks her for helping with farron like things went really well or whatever It's like very clear that she's holding back tears yeah and so dean's like hey like what's wrong and then he's also like hey you should suck it up if these guys see you crying like ooh, yeah it's gonna be bad um, and so Andy, so Andy's just like I, I don't know, just like I can't do this right now. Yeah, she's just like okay, like bye, like thanks for helping yeah, me so, or whatever. Yeah, so Dean leaves and Andy's like, thank you for everything you've done for yeah. me. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. really, it's kind of nice. Yeah, and Andy just cries more. And I said same. I wasn't actually crying, but still. <laughs> Um at home, Dad is yelling at Andy again because that's all he ever fucking does. She's wearing makeup now. She's yeah. a girl again. Mm-hmm. And of course, Andrew sticks Andrew up, for, comes her up in again. for her. Again. And so Dad brushes over the achievement of the fact that she won third place in this competition that she hasn't been training for and that everyone said that she couldn't do because she's a girl. Yeah, and then he's just like, if they find if people other people find out, I'll be a laughing stock in the racing yeah, community. Yeah, He literally makes it about him. And then he starts yelling at mom. And she's she like kind of sticks up for himself. He's like, how could you let her do this? And she's like, we needed someone to do it. And, like, Andy is more than willing. She's good enough. So yeah, then- and this is where Mom finally lays it fucking down, what we've all been thinking. She says, if you're willing to let Andrew take the risk of getting hurt, don't you think it's hypocritical? You won't do the same for Andrea. Yeah, yeah. And so, they end up, like, kind of storming off, because Dad's just the fucking worst. The entire time, Jason is sitting at the kitchen table eating ice cream, like, while this fight is happening. Yeah, so Dad sits down, and he asks Jason if he's hypocritical, but Jason doesn't really know what that means, so he's like, if it's bad, then no. If it's good, then yes. (laughs) And (laughs) this thing is supposed to be funny, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, but Jason knows how to fucking, like, build an engine, but doesn't know what the word hypocritical means. That's fine. Yeah, so the next day, um, Andy opens the... Someone knocks on the door, and this Frenchman is there, and he kisses her hand, and she immediately closes it because she's like, That was disgusting. I feel violated. What the fuck? It was a sale. I mean, he was probably a salesman. Don't open the door. Yeah. And then dad's like, Oh no, that was Renee, the new writer. And he's like, oh, he's French or whatever. Yeah. So he, like, comes inside and Dad introduces him to Mom and, like, shows him around a little bit. But none of the kids like him. Yeah, They're Andrew all, like, and Jason are like, I recognize his name from somewhere. I just can't yeah. place it where. Mm-hmm. So Andy goes upstairs to a room to find Renee on her bed. And he says he has to sleep in a room that doesn't face the sunrise so I won't get woken up in the morning. And Dad comes in and he was the one who okayed this. This French man <laughs> taking over his daughter's room. His teenage daughter. Oh my God. <laughs> I mean, like, obviously she's not going to sleep there, but she's like, Dad, you can't let him do that. And he's like, well, Andy, you know, we need this guy right now. Blah, blah He's blah. like, she's new. He was just trying to get acclimated. Like, oh my fucking God. I cannot fathom. I, I just, he just gave, he just gave up her room. It doesn't, it doesn't make sense. He's got, yeah, so That I, fucking perv is going to go through all of her drawers. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. I, was so. This is the thing I was most angry about. I was, this was not the thing I was most angry about. But in the garage, Andy comes over and Jason and Aunt Andrew, Andrew are there. She brings in this magazine and she found an article about Renee. And it's talking about how Renee rides dirty and he's gotten kicked off five teams already in For Europe. For unsportsmanlike riding. Yeah. And, and he so, purposely runs racers off the track. Um, so Renee walks in and gives Andrew a list of parts to get by tomorrow, and Andrew's like, we can't get them by tomorrow, it's impossible. And Jason's like, oh, like, I could probably help, like, I can, like, do stuff or whatever, Mm -hmm. but Renee's like, um, no, I'd rather have Andrew do it. Yeah, he comes in with, like, fucking commands, and then is just like, no, Jason, you can't help, even though you know more. Yeah, they're, yeah, Andy and Andrew are like, no, he can do it, and Mm -hmm. he's like, uh, no, you're a child. Yeah, so it's nighttime at this point, Andy is going outside, they're, like, loading up the truck again or something, and Andy hugs mom and thanks her for believing in her, because, like, it meant so much to her. Yeah. Dad sees them hug, and he's, like, kind of thinking to himself, but, but he he's still a even. fucking dick. So, the next day, Renee is riding, and he almost runs Jason over as he's, like, practicing at the house, and he's like, oh, like, Jason should have gotten out he's of like, the way. The bike is bad. Yeah, and so, yeah, Renee Andrew, tries to blame it on the bike. Yeah, Andrew tells dad, he's like, he's really bad, and he's going to blow the engine, because he's not riding the correct way. Well, also, whenever Renee is like, oh, it's the bike's fault, Andrew says, well, my sister won on it, so. Yeah, so, after he blows the engine, Renee walks into the kitchen, where Andrea just happens to be doing dishes, and and he says, Mm -hmm. I see you finally figured out where you are most useful to the family. He was the OG, (sighs) women belong in the kitchen. (laughs) I mean, I think it it went a lot further back than him. um and then renee says that he read about her racing which i guess like he knows that she went undercover yeah because then he calls her a novelty act which is when andy sprays him with the sink faucet yeah i the like little sink sprayer is there a word for that Well, it comes, yeah, it comes, like, unconnected from the sink. Yeah, the little sprayer thing. She sprays him with it, and he's like, ugh, you're gonna regret doing that. Uh, so Andrew gives Dad the article in the garage, the one that says that Renee's dirty, and he was kicked off five teams, but Dad literally doesn't fucking care. Yeah, Dad's like, you know, we need a good, aggressive writer, and he's fine. And so the kids all skip dinner, because none of them want to be around Renee, because he's the fucking worst. And so, um... Yeah, and so then we cut. To- Andy is like, "This sucks," and I could still win. Uh, I guess she's like talking to her siblings, but yes, then she is. the next day at the competition, uh, yeah, Andy sees the whole sees- family is at the final race. Mm-hmm. Andy's in her normal clothes, um, and she sees Dean and Farron walking walking up to them, and they're holding hands. Mm-hmm. Andrea makes Andrew like put on a helmet and cover his face to talk to Dean, um, and this is when Andrew introduces Andy to Dean. And Dean, like, kinda looks confused. And she's like, oh well, like we're twins. And like they are twins. Yeah. But they don't look that much. <laughs> that much. <laughs> well, but he doesn't see Andrew's real face because he's still wearing like the helmet. Yeah. So, so Renee races Barrett from the Henderson team, and Renee knocks Barrett off of his bike. Um Andy uh, walks up to Dean and she asks how Barrett is. Uh Dean is like trying like with his other race trying to try and like fix something on their bike, and she's like Oh, if you just like move the engine and click this, then I think it could help. Yeah, and they're all like staring at her cuz yes. she's this hot girl, girl and she knows about motocross. No? Oh my god. Yeah, and so Renee is getting chummy with Henderson and um, then he like shakes his hand and walks away and, and Andy, Andy sees that. Yeah, and this is when Dean says, "Oh, my girlfriend doesn't know anything about Yeah. (laughs) And and then Dean is like, I feel like I know you. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But then Andrea runs up to Renee, and she's like, what were, you were talking to Henderson, and, like, I know what you're fucking up to. Yeah, and Renee's like, "Nunya," basically. And so Dad 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 picks Renee's side, because Dad's like, what's going on? And Renee's like, your daughter is accusing me of things, and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, Renee says that Henderson was just showing him around the trailer, and Andy's like, no, I got in trouble for that. Like, he doesn't do that. Like, you were up something sneaky. Yeah. But then dad takes a side, and then dad tells her to apologize. Yeah, because he's the fucking worst. Yeah, so mom walks up to dad and says, Renee is a dog, and mom tells dad that he's making a mistake, and then dad, like, still, like, isn't there yet, and so mom's like, describe your daughter, and he says, like, oh, she's beautiful, she's smart. She She gets gets along along with with almost everybody. And then mom's like, uh, think about that. She gets along with almost everybody who is like the underlying denominator here yeah and dad still looks unsure but jason and andrew are both like "Mm." yeah But then dad turns around and sees renee literally push andrea yeah andy is trying to apologize and then renee pushes her so dad gets over and he's like hey like what's going on your family and renee says your family is a joke and then he threatens that she better stay out of his face and pushes her dad says hey he comes up and Andy tries to explain, like, she was trying to apologize. Renee tells dad that he won't accept her apology because this is, like, this horrible thing. And then dad's like, well, you're withdrawn and you're fired, you're fired or whatever. But I want to make a point about what happened here. So I would like to think that dad has had a change of heart and, like, would have stopped Andrea from apologizing anyway and, like, would have fired um, Renee anyway. But, like, seeing his daughter be pushed obviously, like, made him do that. But I'm like, would he have done that if he didn't see that? I don't know. Well, it takes takes this man physically pushing his daughter for him to be like, oh, maybe I shouldn't do that. Considering what he says next, I don't fucking know what's going on in this guy's mind. Because after he fires Renee, he tells Andrea, oh, like, I always wanted a girl. And he says that uh, back in the day, he and his friends got hurt racing all the time, and he swore he'd never let his kids race, and he figured if he had a girl... That wouldn't be a problem. If you didn't want your kids to fucking race, why do you own a racing company? Why did you quit your job and devote your life to racing? Just because you had boys doesn't mean they had to race. It doesn't make sense. I don't don't understand. People live through their children. What can you do? But, like, if he didn't want his kids to race why the fuck would you let them race in the first place? That doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make sense. I but don't know. But it doesn't matter anyway, because now he's gonna let her race in the competition. Yeah. Well, and Dad says, like, without you and Mom, Carson Racing wouldn't have gotten this far. And Andy says that she wishes what happened to Andrew happened to her because Dad told her that because it was her fucking, fault. Yeah. And so, so Dad, so Dad's, like, Dad, Dad says, don't think like that. Like, you're our only hope. And so Andy, like, forgives him immediately because she gets to race. But, like, that's fucked up. That is a bad relationship. That is not good. Dad needs to do a lot more than just be like, it's okay for you to raise. Yeah, fuck, fuck. Yeah, yeah. So uh Andrew is scared. Uh, Andy comes over and she's like, hey, like I'm writing. So Andrew's scared that they won't have time to put the top back on the bike because they had already like taken yeah, it back. Yeah, they apart. Like start packing stuff up now and they're like, oh, like we can't get it back. But little Jason comes to the rescue. He's like, I'm super mechanic. I can do it. Yeah. So Andy suits up while J- Jason works on the bike. Um, and everything's ready, and then before Andy goes up, Andrew tells her not to take her mask off on the winning podium, Mm -hmm. um, and Dad is also gonna let Mom, like, coach from the side, because that's what Mom's been doing. And it's worked. And it's worked, so good for fucking Dad on that one. And as they walk, Renee has his arm around Farron, so obviously we see, like, hmm, something's going on with Dean. But Dean comes over, and he Dean asks ca- about yeah. Andy's leg, because earlier, Andy was on crutches Yeah, because again. Dean, at this point, still thinks that, because she's in, like, her helmet and stuff, yeah. she thinks that Andy is Andrew. Yeah. And she's, like, and Dean is like, hey, is your sister single? Yeah, and so Andy, like, tries to keep it cool, but you can tell she's very excited. She's like, don't you have a girlfriend? And Dean's like, no, we broke up. We have nothing in common. And she's more interested in Renee. <laughs> yeah, and so Andy's like, well, I'll talk to her, but she's pretty picky, so I don't know. Yeah, so up at the starting line, Mom is up there with Andy, which I thought was a good callback that yeah. she, let her, she let her come up. Well, and she's, like, not embarrassed anymore, because she's yeah. like, my mom obviously kicks ass, like, we fucking won. right? And so, um, whenever they get up there, they see Renee, and Renee just, like, shakes his head, because he knows that it's Andrea riding. Also, like, Farron is up there, I think that's so dangerous to be right up there at the starting line. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. And so whenever Andy gets up there, she looks over and she sees that a bunch of the guys have their nails painted and it's because, like, she was like, oh, "Oh, like, it helps with the vibrations, (laughs) blah, 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 blah. And she's like, hmm, I did that. I made these men paint their nails. (laughs) Fuck y'all. So... Andy like gets out or whatever. She falls behind a little bit, but she ends up getting back to the front, and she's like in second place. Her and Renee are like going back and forth. It's like this whole thing, and she ends up beating him out. Mom warns her about the last turn because Renee is known to like play dirty and stuff yeah, like that. Like neck and neck. Yeah, and so Renee keeps trying to like push her over, and she like ends up breaking. Yeah, but so he on keeps the last going. on the last turn, Renee is really trying to like nudge her off. So mm-hmm. instead of like trying to get ahead, she breaks. So that instead of bumping into her, Renee just goes straight off the track on the show. Yeah. Season. And so that means that Andy wins! Woohoo! Uh, so... Yeah, so, like, they're in, like, this, like, little, like, winner's huddle right now. Mm-hmm. Dean congratulates Andy. Renee is mad. And, uh, this reporter comes up to Andy. He's like, oh, like, you won, you won, you won. Uh, but then Renee, uh, is also talking to the reporter. And he says, that person in the helmet is not Andrew. Um, and this is when Andy and, like, the whole family reveal themselves. Like, Andy is... Actually, Andrea, mm-hmm. and this whole thing happened to us, Andy, the whole time. Uh, Dean is mad. Andrew defends her again. Yeah. <laughs> um, Henderson says that she should get disqualified, but mom pulls out the fucking rule book. Yeah, she said, I read this front and back. Bitch. And she's like, it said nothing about girls, and, but then Henderson's like, oh, well, she registered under her false name. And she, mom's like, uh uh-uh. uh, she registered under Andy, with short. Andrea. Andy Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then they're asking Andy, like, oh, like, you won? Like, how, how does this feel? And Andy's like, it was actually like a whole a whole family, a whole team. Yeah, she doesn't effort. take credit for it. Right. Um, But also, at this point, Dina's shocked, and he's like, you made me believe you were a guy this whole time. And he's, like, upset, because he feels lied to, because this is, like, Do his good friend. Yeah. And so, yeah, I just want to make the comparison to She's the Man. So in She's the Man, Olivia ended up falling for Sebastian, um, and in the end, Olivia and Sebastian ended up getting with each other while Viola and Duke got with each other. And then Monique got with Justin, which was Viola's ex-boyfriend from the other team. This makes no sense to no one who has seen, <laughs> she hasn't seen She's the Man. But it was a big soccer game, and Viola was able to play the game with her hair down for some reason. I still don't understand that. And she scored the winning goal, and it was great. And she got with Duke in the end. Yeah. So, um... Andy goes and apologizes to Dean, and she's like, I'm sorry that I lied to you, but I was just trying to help my family, like, I did what I need to do, but again, Dean is hurt, and he feels lied to, and he's like, I was vulnerable with you, like, you know, I didn't know who you were, and I just feel very lied to, so that's, like, a whole thing. So, Dean walks away, and then the interviewer asked the, um, the inner, the guy who kept trying to interview Andy the whole movie – He's like, oh, like so you gonna you decide like you gonna give her the sponsorship? Like does it affect anything? And he's like, he's like stumbling. He's not. He's like trying like because well, he's not high enough to know the answer. Yeah, he's to like that. trying to think quickly on his hands. But then, the queen. Yes, <laughs> this the female vice president walks the out. The female black vice president. The female black vice president walks out and she's like, I will answer that question. I am the vice president. Mm-hmm. And she says, You snuck your way into a male dominated sport and beat. Everyone. Like, she's reprimanding her, and she's like, we gotta sign her before anyone else does! Yeah, she offers her a contract, and the entire family. And the whole team, because she's the fucking legit! Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, at this point, Dean walks away upset, and the family is all like celebrating. The crowd is cheering. Everything is like super excited. So then we cut to Andy's working in the garage. They're and, back at home. Yeah, and mom all tells the, all her the three kids are working in the garage. Yeah, and mom tells her that their budget came in, and they get to hire sponsorship. Yeah, for sponsorship money, and they're they get to fire hire a two fifty rider, which I guess is the race that uh, Andy doesn't ride. There's Andy like rode the one twenty five. Yeah, I don't think she ever. Raced I guess that's like the Dean. length. It's kind of like track. Yeah. I guess so. Yeah. So they're like, oh, like, who are we gonna hire? Mom's like, you know, we already have a boy in mind. He's actually here. He said that he's probably good for the job. So Mom's like, you should go meet him, Andy. So... She goes outside, and Dean is just standing there. Dean! Okay, so Dean is standing in front of their family pool. He has his hands in his pockets. He looks very cute. I cannot imagine what I would do if this happened to me. And so Andy, like, comes out, and she's obviously flirting. She's like, oh, like, you want to try out for the position? We won't just hand it to you or whatever. And so she's like, hey, I'm challenging you to a duel. If you beat me, you can have the position. If you beat her in 12 laps. You get the job, yeah. And so Dean's like, <laughs> yeah, and uh, the chemistry. He's like smirking. They're all having so much <laughs> it's real fun, cute. yeah. So they race. They're doing tricks at the end, and then we see that Dean like beats her just by a little bit, and that's that's how it ends. Yay, that's it. And I would like to say I like how that ended. I like how they never had them kiss. I like how they uh, yeah, never, I like, did like elaborated that. on the like relationship more because that's not what it was about. But it was a fun little like, yeah. Like vacation. obviously, like they're both interested in each other, but like they definitely. They have to be careful when they're navigating this, because if they're going to be, like, teammates, they got to be careful. And he's with her entire family. Like, if they break up, they got to make sure that they're not just going to fire him. Well, I was going to say that, like, I like how the the movie ended with them, because they were, like, friends first. Like, it was through, like, deception, Mm -hmm. but, like, they did develop that relationship first before, like, and then they, like, obviously were interested in each other. Yeah, so that was fun. I loved this movie. I, I liked it when I was a kid, and I was excited to watch it again. And going back and watching it, like, uh, I was going through it. I felt all the anger. I felt all the excitement, all the joy. It was very good, in my opinion. Would you rate it? Do you have any favorite quotes? We said all my favorite quotes. Yeah, I don't have any. I just like whenever Andrea calls people out and they're bullshit. And I like <laughs> when the brother was like, I'm a feminist. We learned women's rights in class. Elizabeth Cady Stanton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so I gave this a 5 out of 5, and I put this at number 1. This is the first movie that I've given a 5 out of 5 to, so. I I did enjoy this movie. I thought it had a good message. I'd never seen it as a kid, and I was, I was like, struggling with, like, how I read it, because so I was like... Well, like, I, I, if I had the choice, I would definitely choose, like, other Disney Channel movies over. Like, there's other movies that I know that I would rank higher, Mm -hmm. but I still, like, really enjoyed it. I also couldn't stop comparing it to She's the Man, because it's the same thing. So, I gave it a four out of five, and I put it at number four under My Date with the President's Daughter and above Model Behavior. Yeah. So, my top three right now is Motocross, Model Behavior, and Halloween Town. Mine was Color of Friendship, Xenon 1, and then My Date with the President's Daughter. And then this. And then this, and then Model Behavior. Yeah. Cool. (laughs) So, up next, next week, we have The Luck of the Irish, another classic com. Oh, that's so exciting. We are, like, we're in a good time right now, and so I'm very excited. This movie used to scare me. (laughs) This movie used to scare you? Yeah. The leprechauns? The commercial. I didn't want to turn into a leprechaun. Oh, my God. I don't understand you. (laughs) You Okay, you're scared of everything, too, so don't even come for me. I'm scared of everything but not leprechauns or vampires. (laughs) So, did we stop recording? No, not yet. Oh, okay. bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs>